Welcome back to the Get More Podcast, where we're going to get you more money, more marketing, more business strategy, more community, and just more of the good stuff that you need in your life every day. All right, welcome back. This is going to be part two of my interview with Robin. We go into all the funness. If you missed our last episode, make sure that you check that out first. And now let's dive in to some alien goodness. One of my favorite um, alien-esque theories in life is that the reason we haven't progressed to being able to, you know, explore other galaxies the way I imagine aliens have explored the shit out of ours is because we're too busy fighting with each other. We're too busy expending all of this energy, dividing against each other because if everyone was just like taken care of, like if everyone knew where their next meal was coming from and they knew they were going to have a house and like somewhere to live and that their children would be cared for, like, how much more space to create incredible things would we have? Like, how much more could we do if we were like, if our basic needs, we knew they were going to be met, no matter where we were doing, no matter what our life focus was, like, how much more awesome, badass stuff could we do? It's like, like when you think about college and like the gatekeeping financial institutes that that is, like how much impact could someone make with a Harvard education with a community college price tag or no price tag, just quality education, shit getting taken care of. If we weren't so focused on finding new ways to develop guns and tanks and drone shits to kill each other, we probably could have colonized the moon by now. I could be able to take a week-long vacation to Mars. Like, I could have my own helicopter helicopter helipad no what is it like a flying car like a flying helicopter car there's just so much but we we can't we can't focus on quantum leaping our experiences in the universe if we're too busy focused on killing each other dividing each other and hating each other based off of geographical lines that somebody drew on a fucking map and was like this is this country and we hate these people in this country why we just always have and we do this and we just and these people are stupid because they live here and they talk like this and they look like this and we don't like them well why but we've never met them why don't we like them you just don't like if we didn't have those kind of just like deep-seated bullshit biases we could probably we could be in space I could have met aliens by now because there's aliens that are watching us just, y'all need to figure your shit out before we talk to y'all. Y'all need to figure out how to not kill each other and try to nuke each other. Live as a collective group of humans because you're all fucking humans. You're all the same fucking species. You don't see gazelle hating each other. You don't see gazelle just murdering gazelle because that gazelle has different stripes. Gazelles are just doing their fucking thing. All gazelles. That's why you can take gazelles from different fucking countries and put them in the same damn zoo and they'll be like, we're fine, we're cool, we're good. We're all gazelles. Hopping. They hop, run. Skills have horns. Mm, I don't think I know what a gazelle is right now. But they're all the same species and they just get to... My four cats are four different cat breeds, but they're all cats. They all get along. People are all the same. We just look different. That's why people are exciting. People are cool to look at. <laughs>
Haha, <laughs> I'm back. Welcome. Okay. You have such long hair. It's so nice. It is really long. It's uh, it's because they won't let us go to a hairdresser. And doTERRA supplements are really good. <laughs> I just bleached my hair. Well, I guess I got it professionally done this last time. So like she properly bleached my hair with, with the right volume as opposed to me just being like, yeah, 40 volume, bleach. Yeah, let's 40 go. Volume. I went to oh, hairdressing I, school. Oh, I have, I, I am proud of, I, my hair and I have been through a lot and I'm very proud that it is uh, still on my head given all of the, all of the times that I have been like, yeah, I'm drunk. I'm going to dye my hair. Hmm. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Like 10 would probably be fine. Your hair's light. I've like highlighted my daughter's hair with 10 and we went really light and just toned it. It was awesome. I I think I discovered what toner was um, last year when I was watching hairdresser reacts videos on YouTube. And so the entire 12 years prior to that, that I've been uh, dying and bleaching and coloring my hair. <laughs> the fuck's toner? Who knows? <laughs> Bleach and hope for the best. Bleach and hope for the best. And then buy box blonde and box red from the store. And you just... Poor choices were made. Poor choices were made. So now I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I'm old enough to pay someone else who knows what the fuck they're doing to do it. I don't have to do it anymore. When I was in my 20s and I had no money, sure, whatever, terrible plan. Now that I'm in my 30s, no, mm-mm. You, just, you, you know what you're doing? Let's do that. Here's a picture. Let's do the thing. Too old for that. Yeah, trust the hairdressers. That is for sure. I have um, dealt with a lot of people with their hair corrections. And when I worked at the Shoppers Drug Mart in Canada, um, a lot of people would come into my box size and I'm like, don't you dare do it. I'm like, you go to a hairdresser right now. <laughs> so I wouldn't sell it to them. I would try not to. Okay, I will uh, pick up where you left off. Um, okay. The aliens don't care. They're, the reason that, I don't think that aliens want to visit our planet because we're too busy killing each other and they have evolved past that at least to some extent at least enough to where because I don't think that we could that you can have the technology and the and the quantum leap advancements for space travel if everybody is also worried about trying to kill each other and if they're going to have food on the table and a roof over their head like if your basic needs aren't met what the fuck do you care about space travel like you don't no like somebody who's just like barely getting by doesn't give a fuck that elon musk is trying to go to mars because they're just trying to put food on the table elon's like i can do anything i want because i have bajillions of dollars so he doesn't so he's like yeah i'm gonna go do this thing no one cares about space travel if they're too busy worried about food and i think aliens were like okay cool we're gonna feed all of our people we're going to get on the same page and we're going to go visit other planets. And then they saw Earth and they were like, what the fuck are you guys doing? First of all, Elon Musk is probably a psychopath for trying to create Neuralink to like, <laughs> yeah. He wants bridge his own humans with technology. That's scary as fuck. Um, second thing, um, 
what if we are the aliens? I don't, I don't really get enough credit for that. I don't think. I think I like to think of aliens as a more advanced, um, put together species on like really exciting planets. So I've been an alien nerd my whole life. I was actually like the alien kid. So my bedroom um, was like, there was like alien traps everywhere as a kid. And I would like wake up every night and I'd like go peer into my dad's room. And I'm like, dad, the aliens, the aliens, dad. And he's like, you need to sleep. I'm like, no, but the aliens. So I had like a a strange relationship with aliens my whole life. Um, I'm sure he wanted to put me in therapy for it. My family has an alien uh, ornament for a Christmas tree for me. My sister bought it. And it's like this hilarious thing. My little sister tried to bring uh, like a blow up alien from the fair into the house. And I was like, that can't be in here. And I was terrified. So I like, I think I like cut it up and I put like the, the pieces of like this toy, like in a bag and I threw it in the basement and shut the door. And they're like, what the hell are you doing, Rob? And I was like, something going on with the aliens. They're bad. And I was like terrified. And then through my teenage years, I was like an alien nerd, like obsessed with crop circles and stuff. And I, I didn't, ever know where the fascination came from but I was like obsessed but it was uh I don't know have you heard of Dolores Cannon Mm, I don't think so so Dolores Cannon created a hypnosis modality called QHHT which is quantum healing hypnosis therapy and they were doing her and her husband were doing like regular uh hypnosis sessions with people and then you know they stumbled upon a past life and it's like slowly over time, like sessions with different people got really strange. And, you know, it could, yeah, it could start with a past life and then they could have a future life. There's many doctors that have documented this. Um, there's a really famous book called like Many Lives, Many Masters. And I think that's like by like Brian M. Weiss. And he, he was like a hypnotherapist and I think a psychologist, very credible person, but he wrote books on like how incredible it was to like have somebody walk through these that had no idea um, about any of it. Right. And, and the energy imprints it can leave on in our lives. So one of the cool parts about being like informed about this stuff is like, you're able to, you know, if it's from this childhood, from this lifetime, you want to work through, you can do that. But like, there may be energies, we call them samskaras. And that's like an energy imprint that has carried over from past lives. So like a phobia of someone or like, I don't know, a a like or a dislike, it can have, or it could have carried over. Um, And that can, can create problems for people in this life. But going back to Dolores Cannon, she discovered this really amazing way to like, it's like communicate with spirit and then... (laughs) And then it's like the alien stuff started happening in her sessions. She worked with like people who um, had like missing time or like suspected they may have had like an alien experience. And it's like through like interviewing like person after person after person. And she had so many clients, like they would all say the same things. And it was like, there was a pattern that's like, there's no way one person could describe the same thing inside of like a shape as like another person as another person. And so she's like, okay, there's something like really going on here. And the interesting thing about past lives is like, it's not limited to just earth. And 
like, uh, I've had past life regressions myself where I've seen myself as an alien. It was really weird. Um, multiple different kinds, some that are like really hard to like mentally even understand. And I've had clients who have regressed into like, I don't like, you can't even pronounce the names or like the, what they describe, like some are like formless. I mean, geez, just on earth, like some people will be like, I'm the wind in a past life or they're a rock or they're a tree. Like it's, it's very, um, it's hard to like put your mind into it. Like, like I said earlier, it's like putting your mind into a pretzel and it really does that. It has been so mind blowing. Like I never know what's going to happen in a session. Like some can be like pretty normal. Maybe they'll go back to the 1800s and they're this little boy in an alley and they describe what they're seeing and, and a lifetime that has information for them in this lifetime. Or maybe like I have had someone who had, like physical disabilities in this life. And they went to the early 1900s and to the war and like in the, the area of their body that was disabled, they, they were shot in the leg in that life. And it's like, they had names, dates, like times, like everything. And it's been incredible to see that. But then there's also people, yeah, that end up on other planets and they, they talk about um, some really interesting information. So Dolores Cannon has a book called the the three waves of volunteers in the new earth. And that talks about over the last like hundred years, there's been like waves of, it's like almost like these alien incarnates that come and reincarnate on earth to, um, it's almost like we're trying to like save the earth is, is like what, what they're here to do. Like they're here to, they're here with like different energetic encoding and bringing like a lot of light onto the earth to kind of like because it's like a free will planet, the aliens just can't come and like change everything. So what, what has happened in like the higher spiritual, like hierarchies is like they're incarnating here, which um, I don't know, you can take and leave what resonates. I see this all the time in my sessions. So it's really not a strange concept to me. I don't, I don't identify as an alien. <laughs> I'm Robin. I'm excited to learn more about this. I'm like looking up where I can order these books right now. <laughs> I guess I not see if there's there's me like projecting like why would I would only have a, like people past lives? Why would I could be have anything? Could be anything. You can do. You can. You could potentially be anything. I got a alien past lives new priority yeah but like think about it like it's, it's crazy to think that we're the only things out there and there's so many people that have had unexplainable like things happen to them and these experiences with aliens and I know like there's some government issues with this as well there's been staged alien abductions oh. um I know like practitioners who who work with both and they help people in regression so there's there's like the government intervention but then there's also like there is alien contact that has happened and many everyone's got to discredit it they have to like make it seem like totally impossible because they can't explain it and if we actually start digging into shit like i was like there has to be like enough like "Mm, that's some craziness but i've i've never been of the belief that the universe is too much 
for it to only be us. Like the idea that we would be the only living beings in the universe, that is absolutely insanity. Like how, how, how self-centered do you have to be to think that in the, the everything, we are it. Like even on planets where we're like, there's no life. I'm like, there's just, there's probably different. It's not life to us. It's not like how we know it. It is, it can be its own thing. And there's too many damn universes out there. There's too many damn stars. There's too much everything. Everything, everything is out there. The, to think that in a sense, that like we are it. Like we are, we are the ultimate. Like we're just a bunch of humans. We're just a bunch of souls running around in fleshy human suits. Like that's, that's what we're doing. Like there's, there's too much out there to imagine that this is, all that there is so i guess i really like the idea of like the aliens are here to to save the planet like reincarnated here to help us save the planet i hope there's more of us I hope you know i want to be uh, one i'm going to i want to be one now it's it's so interesting right um and it seems like a far-fetched idea but when it's like all of these people are saying the same things under and like even when it came to the pandemic, like uh, my hypnosis, like teachers, like we pretty much already knew something was coming. Like spirit called it the event and like spirits will talk too. like, it's like in these sessions, it's not just taking someone through their life. Like they bring in a list of questions they want to ask themselves or their higher selves or their spirit guide may come in and, and answer the questions. Um, and then we ask if there's information for the collective. So um while I do think it's important to like, look at like the political things that are happening, I get a lot of my information like directly from spirit because they kind of gave us like, we knew things were gonna happen before they did through these sessions. And it's really good to help people in their lives too, to find the deeper meaning behind like why there's reoccurring patterns in their life or why this is happening or what this reoccurring dreams mean. And it's really cool because it's like, they're their own uh, source of wisdom. They give themselves all the answers, but they just have somebody kind of guiding them to like deeper wisdoms, but it, it is, it is incredible. The Dolores Cannon books are uh, phenomenal. It's actually, I, I found this modality after uh, my car accident because I was looking for healing in so many different ways. And I'd heard of a lot of people healing their body of like different, different ailments from, from that. And I'm like, well, that's too good to be true. And after being diagnosed with like concussion, fibromyalgia, neck injuries, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I was willing to try anything. And although it didn't like heal my body the way I had read um, from like other sessions or like testimonies and things, it did open up my mind and expand my consciousness and teach me so much about the world. So I think it's really important with all the information out there to take what resonates and leave the rest. Like just, just cause someone says it doesn't like it, it's going to land differently with everyone. So you always have to check in with yourself because yeah, what, what resonates with me won't resonate with everybody else. And that's totally fine. Like we kind of have our own realities and how we set them up. This one just makes the most sense to me. And it's, it's been really, really um, expansive to witness these, to have these conversations with spirits, to 
I mean, in one of my last sessions, like a deceased loved one came in for them. We didn't expect that to happen. And um, she had a conversation with a baby that had been aborted and brought her like love and closure. And that's never happened in my session. Um, a couple sessions before that, we, we went into a, like a lifetime that she saw that had really important information with her. But then after that, it was almost like a shamanic journey. Like it was like her guides had come to, to like to bring her to this initiation into, it was like um, almost like a reawakening of her third eye. And it was like, I can't, I don't even know how to describe how magical this was. Like she is like walking into like these etheric flames and there was all kinds of symbols. And I mean, she was in it. And I'm witnessing this. I'm like, how incredible is this? And she's like, Robin, this was like one of the most life-changing events I've, I've ever had in my life. And I, you know, I, I don't have control over what happens when you work this closely with spirit. And I think it's such a wonderful tool to have. But the, I think a prerequisite for like sessions like this is you must be grounded because that's when spirituality has a dark side, because what if you come back into this world and you see your life as an alien and, or in the, in these past lives, and you start trying to take those identities, even if, even if those are aspects of you, that's, that's not what you're here to do. You're in a human body. It's really important. So I don't, I, when I am in a session or a meditation and I access these, uh, like fractal parts of my soul, when I'm done, I leave them there. I, I think that's really important. And um, oh, I had something else to say about that. Fractal energy. I don't know. The coolest conversation I've had in a long time. It is really cool. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know how to explain like how, how life-changing it can be because like you have people that read about it or they hear about it, but they're always going to discount it because they have no experience with it. But until you have that experience yourself, I feel like you can't judge it. It's, it's very, very real. Like uh, I talked about it in my first podcast episode, but the whole reason I like branded it as like an empower, like the empowerment, witch is because I watched an entire lifetime where I was like a healer, a witch. And, you know, I was stoned to death and it, it was like a really incredible story that I, I resonated with that part of myself. And I learned a lot of information about what I'm here to do in this lifetime. I'd never liked the word, witch before that I, I thought it was kind of like, uh, witch. I don't think of like the Monty Python, like a witch, a witch. It's <laughs> like my favorite thought of like when I hear the word witch, but it's powerful. And, and something in that uh, past life regression spoke to me. And it was the, it was the last one I've had and I've had quite a few, but it was only revealed to me at a time that like I could integrate it properly. And it's, it is really interesting too, because like you have people who are like, I can't be hypnotized and that comes up a lot, but you know, if you can watch TV and zone out, zone out while you're driving, read a book, daydream, well, you're already hypnotized. That's why I'm like, 
really conscious about like the music I listen to and what I subscribe to on my phone and things like that, because we're in these like slight states of hypnosis all the time. And you don't realize how much it's, it's like we're being programmed. I do so much work in my subconscious mind. I don't want to go and listen to emotionally illiterate people talk about how they, they need this person and their life is over. And it's like all this sad stuff. And I'm like, it's just, I don't, I don't want to hear that. You have uh, an anxious attachment style. You need inner child healing. <laughs> it's, it's made um, me very aware of like how upside down our world is. And I really try to like consciously surround myself with things that are going to like nourish my subconscious mind and my brain, because that stuff does show up in your reality especially you think of like a manifestation board. I mean, even if you just look at it every day unconsciously, you're still manifesting it because you're seeing it. So can you imagine what shows up in your reality from like the bombardment of like the fear porn on the news and advertisements and like even billboards when you're driving by, you're already in hypnosis when you're driving most of the, the time, like they get you good. But anyways, um, going back to... <laughs> um, the the regression i actually discovered a really cool thing um the more that i was doing psychic readings for people the easier it was to like intuit information and then i would do meditations and i realized well i can just do like i can regress myself i can just go into my own past lives i don't need someone to facilitate my sessions anymore and then i learned how to do it for other people so I find that to be really cool as well to be able to read their lives and and kind of like I guess it's going into the Akashic records and and help them with that if if spirit shows me that like that's part of the issue going on in their life like I will see that or I guess I could just do past life readings for people it's really cool when they do have the experience themselves like it's one thing for me to read it and tell it to you, but it's another to be like, yeah, looking down at your feet and your hands and seeing your body, seeing your surroundings and like describing that firsthand. It is next level. It's literally out of this world. And I think it is just really, really freaking cool. And I don't know. It's like, I just it think sounds- about my whole... It sounds so cool. It sounds like I look forward to having that and being ready for that experience, open to that experience. Because really until like this, this year, like 2021 was the first time I ever did any hypnosis whatsoever in any form. And it wasn't that I didn't think that I could be hypnotized. I was just like, I'm... I'm scared of it to some extent. I was like, not that, see, not that I thought that I would be hypnotized to do crazy shit. Not that I thought that, you know, some gimmicky nonsense, like, ooh, like, cause like when people think hypnosis, they're like on stage and they make you run around like a chicken and some bullshit thing. Like, yeah, sure. That probably happens. But like, I'm like in my house, I could listen to a hypnosis but I wasn't ready to be like, okay, so what is this hypnosis going to do? What am I going to see? What am I going to have to deal with in that hypnosis? Because in, as far as I was concerned, 
in my uneducated hypnosis experience, it's like you are reprogramming yourself to do something. And I thought it was like one and done. If you fuck up this hypnosis, you like, you are like stuck with that. Not understanding, like you can use it however the fuck you want to, you know, program your subconscious for one thing or another to visualize thing like visualization exercises can be hypnosis like I listen to hypnosis to go to sleep now and I get the best sleep it is like a whole different experience like me going to sleep without it and then me going to sleep with it it's like you're relaxed and like now that I understand like oh it's not like a one and done thing like you can use it for different things I'm like oh hypnosis is great hypnosis is exciting uh, but I just haven't had that kind of like deep, deep moments. I've mean, had some like past life, like flashes during breath work, like really into that. Like I've had those kinds of things, but like I've never had like regression hypnosis because I'm not ready to see what it is yet. Like I'm not, I'm not. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a great plan. And I'm sure it'll be amazing and awesome. But I'm like, oh, I'm not there yet. I'm not ready to jump off that cliff yet. One day. Yeah. And only, yeah. Only you will know when you're ready. Um, you may just wake up one day and be like, okay, I think I want to try that. And everybody moves at their own pace. And uh, I feel like when it comes to these types of modalities, like it's very spirit led. Um, so it's like I found it'll, it'll be an inner knowing. Yeah, I've found everything that I've needed along the way. And there are definitely things where even a couple of years ago, I've been like, pass, no. And now I'm like, okay, I had to do that to get here. And like, this feels right. And sometimes I'm like, if I just do all of it and like learn all the things and experience all the things, that's what I should be doing. I'm like, I should be doing, should I be doing that? Like, am I, is that the right energy that I should be approaching these things from, as opposed to I'm ready to expand. I'm open to it because if I just jump headfirst into it, I'm going to be like, well, this is fucking awful. Like, and if it goes bad and I'm not ready for it and I'm not open to it, I'm going to be like, well, no, bye, bye. Hated it. It was awful. Didn't learn anything. And then in like two years, it'll be like, oh man, I should have listened to all that shit that I learned before. So I try to approach it as I feel like is a good, all in, it's all in the right timing and trusting that it's going to be in the right timing and not getting so caught up in the, I think I should be here, know this, have accomplished this, have fully worked through X, Y, and Z and knowing that, you know, the more I lean into my intuition, my gut, as things come up, that's what I, that's where I need to be going. Not that person did it. So I should do that too. But that person did it. They had a really great experience that they got these crazy, awesome results and these great breakthroughs. And if I do exactly what they did, that will happen for me. It won't. It's not really how that works at all. Just because that person had that breakthrough with that thing doesn't mean you'll have the same breakthrough you might not have any and they might not be the right person so spirit-led we love we love those things yeah. 
It's different for everybody. Actually, my first couple of sessions were was with a practitioner who, I guess the more that I got to know her, my gut was off, but I still went with her. So it's really important to pick practitioners that you feel expansive with and that you trust because when you're doing, um, when you're playing in, in any energy, that person's energy is in it too. So be mindful of that. You want to go to a teacher that's well educated on it because um, I ended up feeling like she was just doing some sketchy stuff. She wasn't in integrity and in alignment, but I just wanted a session so badly. I just, you know, I picked the first person I found and I went and that was a learning experience too, which as a, a facilitator myself, having those experiences, I know not what I, what I don't want. So it's, it's really helped me refine um, my experience and my teaching. And one thing I'll point out too, when you mentioned like people on stage, like you'll never do anything you don't want to do and you can wake yourself up from it. Like you're never going to be like, like, you know, if, if you, it's not like you're like so deep that you're like gone. Like that's, that would be like somebody who's like somnambulistic and that doesn't happen very often. That's when they don't remember anything. I remember everything from my sessions and, um, I do give people a recording of it so they can watch it after too, but, um, it's kind of just like being in meditation is really what it feels like. I expected that I would be so much deeper, right? Um, that was that was me. I was like, I'm like, I thought that I wouldn't be able to wake up in my first hypnosis session thing. I had to wake up halfway through because my damn cats just be knocking shit off the counters, just breaking stuff. I was like, y'all couldn't give me these 20 minutes. Like y'all had to break a glass. You couldn't give me these 20 minutes. Cool. But like, I thought that I wouldn't be able to hear anything. I thought that like, I don't know. I really felt like the whole world was going to like encase me and like there would be like, I wouldn't be able to move or open my eyes or do anything because I thought it was like on stage hypnosis where like they control everything about my existence and it's like I wouldn't have any control but it really was that meditative like I'm I am here I am just so in tune but like yeah I'm still in control if I don't want to be doing this I can I can wake up like right now like I still have that, that power. And I think that was part of like why I stayed away from hypnosis. Cause like, I don't want to give up all of my power like that, but like, yeah, I can meditate for like hours on end. That's great. Breath work for sure. No problem. Just all this other stuff. Yeah. Easy. But like hypnosis is giving up control and it, what, and it hasn't been like that at all. And I'm very, I guess I'm very thankful for that. I'm sure there are some people out there with like super hardcore malicious intents who do that to people. Those are not my people. So I picked up a book on dark psychology because I'm like, I want to learn all of the things, not to ever practice it, but I think it's really important to have awareness of you all can types of people. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there the first few times I didn't actually feel like I was that far under and I really didn't trust the information that came in the session, but I also realized like subconsciously I wasn't fully trusting that practitioner which my gut turned out to be right, so I did hold myself back a bit. Um which is why I do find it to be cool that I can just 
read people's lives for them because there can be a lot of like limiting beliefs and subconscious beliefs too that like they they're too afraid to go under they're afraid they're going to tell their secrets which they won't like you're not going to do anything you don't want to do um there's there's a lot that you can uncover and work through just in that alone I mean you could even like talk to somebody's um ego like there's a story that my uh teacher likes to tell like in our training and he's like you know, we just decided to speak to his ego because he was having a hard time relaxing and the ego wanted to be wrapped in like really like a beautiful pink. It's like, the, that's what the ego asked for. It's like, can you, can you wrap me in like really fuzzy pink uh, energy? And it like, it needed that, right? Um, or you, you talk to, you talk to these different aspects of yourself and they'll tell you what they need. It's, it's very healing even, even when they feel like they're, struggling. I actually haven't had someone struggle, um, to go under, but I do know that some people are like that because I was like that. I was like a a difficult client because I didn't fully trust, uh, in the process, but now like, I'm, I'm so like easy breezy about it. And the last session I had, um, with my teacher was like phenomenal and it just revealed so much to me. I'm so thankful I did it. Um, yeah, but it's, it's not for everybody. I do think, you know, there has to be, there needs to be like a period of integration and like responsibility from the teacher to help people integrate the knowledge. Cause it is kind of tough to just like see all that and then be cut loose. And it's like, we'll see you later. And then they end up, yeah, dressing up like aliens every day and like painting their face in rainbows and saying that they're like a Syrian Pleiadian hybrid lion being (laughs) and they can't Do you watch those Snapchat stories? No, is that a thing? (laughs) That's just the image that came to my mind because I can imagine what people would do with this, but I haven't actually seen that. So please do indulge me. So there's just so many, I think my Snapchat knows... But it just, it's, I think it's called life different. And it's like different people who think that, who think and feel that they are aliens or different species. And they, and they dress in such like, A, I cannot fathom the time commitment to paint my entire body, like blue or green, the way they do, like full on, like paints like paint scales have like body mod like horns and embody that in a certain clothing thing I cannot I'm I'm too fucking lazy I'm just pure and simple too damn lazy and they're just so integrated into being alien beings and showing up as alien beings and that is who they are and I'm like a you cool as fuck b you be doing too much how you be it's not good for your skin don't paint your body your your pores probably are very upset but I'm always like how did you like it doesn't ever tell like how they got to that they're just like I just woke up and I knew this is who I was and I'm like there has to be something like you had to have gone through something that made you see that and feel that and have this different information and I think yeah maybe if it was like this hypnosis and they weren't like because you can have those kind of that's really like what I thought about like all of this I'm like okay if you saw your past life and 
and you came back and you didn't know how to handle it and you thought that's who you were supposed to be instead of living in the incarnation that you are right now, living in who you are right now when you're just trying to live who you used to be, but you're not supposed to be who you used to be. You lived that life. You had that. Like You're supposed to have some of that knowledge. Maybe you're trying to resolve something from that, but you're not trying to be an entirely different life of you. And I think some people do get kind of caught in trying to be who they potentially were in another, in another life, in another, in like a parallel universe, in a different time slip, even like who they used to be, because that's, I don't think that that's serving us at all, trying to be the past, like go see it, take, take what you need, but right here, this, this second, who you are is who you are supposed to be at this timeline, at this junction, in this existence. And so, yeah, maybe that is like the, the being unintegrated, seeing all of that and feeling that and embodying that and then having to come back and be like, well, what the fuck do I do now? So I, I feel like maybe those people had those experiences and then we're just like fly free often to it's oh i'm so i'm super curious about if that if that has happened because that makes that make more sense to me that they had those experiences that they lived those lives and they're trying to recreate that and thus just ignoring everything about this life that they could be a thousand percent and a lot of the souls that have come in um really struggle to be here it is a really hard place to be. It's really dense. Um, it's it's like where you come to like seriously up level. And yeah, earth, earth is a really, really tough one. So there are a lot of souls that it's like it, it's like that feeling of like wanting to go home, but you're here, right? And that longing and um, desire for something that you can't put your finger on and that there's a lot of people that resonate with that. So when they, they get a glimpse of this, like, it's like this little sliver of the pie. And it's like, you think of like this pie chart or whatever, of like you have it divided up in your whole lives. The only thing that feels good is that little sliver. So instead of like, you know, embodying that whole pie and, and living that they take that little sliver, put it on their plate and that's all they want. And that's when they embody that that fractal and it's like they're they're gone they're so detached from their life and they can't function on earth because a part of them doesn't want to and you know i can i can understand it it's a hard place to be and that's kind of what i i see and hear from sessions from people um is it's like they cry and they don't want to come <laughs> they don't want to do this and um yeah. Some souls hate it so much here. They'll just like leave their body and another soul will just like walk in. That's another concept that might freak people out. <laughs> Walk-ins are a thing. Yeah. I mean, if you dive into the Dolores Cannon books, she really breaks it down and she takes the transcripts from every session or not every session, but like a lot of the sessions and she just created books with the transcripts. And I've learned of like, the coolest thing. I haven't actually read the custodians book. That's like the alien one, because you know what? It's about balance. I like to, I like to like 
nerd out for a little bit on a topic, but I, I give it a break because I don't want to talk about and think about aliens every day. This is one of the first times like I really talked about aliens this year, like in a, in a discussion because it can be overwhelming. <laughs> right. But oh, I mean, sure. yeah, it's, it's a great conversation to have. Like it's really fucking cool, but yeah, I like to talk about money and my plants and my cat and good food and go for dinners and have cocktails. We're allowed to talk about everything. I think people try to put themselves into boxes of like the things that they like and the things that they think that they're allowed to talk about. But like, we can talk about whatever the hell we want. And this has been for sure one of the most interesting conversations. I have so many notes. I have like a whole uh, Google page of all of Dolores's books that I am about to explore at least a couple of um i'm probably gonna break this into two episodes honestly i'm probably gonna have like an alien episode and the first half episode uh i'm trying to get somebody to talk to me about aliens for on like honestly moms so my soul is so happy right now my husband's just like i'm gonna go tell him like in a minute be like i get to somebody about aliens and past lives and alien lives and he's gonna be like so you're going to stop talking to me about it? And I'll be like, yes, for right now, I'm going to go read some other books. Um, but I get, I'm super excited. Uh, but we've been talking for a very long time. The, the listener probably won't realize that depending on how I edit this. They might not even hear me say this. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Edit life, Cassie. Mm. Uh, but this was phenomenal. And... I, w- I was I was nervous going in because I haven't done a podcast without a guideline since literally I started. Um, and so I was very nervous about what was going to happen and if if we were going to be able to talk about anything and here we are. And so I, I thank you for giving me that confidence and giving me this conversation and being open to talk about so many different things and however they sound to people resonate or not take what you will and that's so important to just have that and to hear other things and like you gave me so much in this podcast just by having this conversation with me and once you know that point blank like the time we've been talking has been an absolute uh phenomenal joy for me and hopefully it's moderately entertained you enough to be able to share this. And I know you probably talk about more of it on your podcast, which will of course be linked in the show notes here. Now that it's live, I'll have our old episode posted. Uh, But yeah, the right people are gonna find you. And I really feel like people who have no idea about any of this are gonna like find this episode. And it's just, it's like something's gonna click. Something's gonna shift and they're gonna be like, I'm allowed to think these things. I'm allowed to have these thoughts. I'm allowed to question things. And it's just, it's really like something in here is going to get the ball rolling for somebody in a whole new way. And it's going to be an awesome, beautiful transformational experience that they're going to have just by listening to us talk. And I really think that. And I'm just, I, I, I am so grateful for this today. So just thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Mm. Well, thank you too. This was um, one of my first times like really going into 
uh, like the entity topic and, and really into all the alien stuff. Like I love talking about this and having a place to just like have a conversation. And like, you asked me some really cool questions that got me thinking. And another thing too. So like, uh, when we talked about like politics, that's been like a thing that I'm like very scared of doing because I don't know a lot about it, but I, I learned a lot from that. And it's really important too. It was like a, a further initiation to the world of podcast and having these conversations. So I feel like I up leveled today because I did something that I probably wouldn't have thought I'd been ready to um, be in a conversation like that for like a really long time. So whether or not you, you use it or not, whatever. So like, I, I really enjoyed the, it's like, you know, some people be like, stay in your lane, but it's like, we just, we had a really cool conversation. We are like here and here and here, and there's so much stuff in there for, for anyone who listens to it. And I get really excited by that, especially with your target audience. Like it'll be like a, a mind fuck of a conversation. And that's what I like doing to people because it makes you question things. And if you can start questioning one thing, it might be a ripple effect into others and I only speak from that from a place of like absolute a thousand percent knowing and having confidence in what I do because I've witnessed reality in a very different way um I don't think I told you but like I see auras and and all of that and like I my vision is is very different from other people like I've had MRIs they've like been to a neuro ophthalmologist I'm like please tell me like what I'm seeing what's going on why are my plants glowing why why do we see energy moving if I focus and like all these strange things, but my world became so real. And then I, that's where I'm like, well, I think I'm a living embodiment of being a bridge because my, even my, like, it's like I'm neurodivergent and the way I see is different from others, but it's taught me to have one foot in both worlds because even with just my vision alone, I could become untethered. You know what I mean? Like I actually turn it off. Like I, I feel like I have control over it. So I'm like, I just don't want to see auras around people all the time. So I want to live in this world. It doesn't help me. So like all this stuff can be really, really cool, but it can also like, that's when I can like end up living under a bridge <laughs> if I like go too far and have like, you know, like little imaginary campfires with all my spirit friends because they are good entertainment and they're good company, but we don't, uh, we don't want to do that. I want to be a business lady and I want to swear and twerk and talk to spirits and talk about aliens and make money. And you can do whatever like feels right. Whatever resonates, whatever is going, what, like the whole point of all of this is really ask better questions, be open to whatever's going to be there and just, just because something is is different for you doesn't make it bad. Just because you're living a different experience and you see different things and you can feel different things, that doesn't mean that it's wrong. It doesn't mean that it's right. It means that it is your experience. And when we focus more on our experiences and being as in tune and in vibe with ourselves, because when we are living at our highest when we are vibrating at such a good frequency it's it's just literally going to rub off on the people around us and then when they're vibrating at a higher frequency and they're in tune and they're in alignment for the highest good the people around them and then 
And then it just raises the vibration of the collective. So when you are living in your aligned purpose, whatever the fuck that looks like, whatever that looks like for you, it is for the highest good of everybody. And everyone deserves that. Everyone deserves inherently right this second, however you are, to live in the high vibe best version of yourself that you can and whatever tools, whatever spirituality, whatever thing is going to do that, you should have access to and you should be able to question and research and educate because, you know, one day something might just click and it'll change your whole life. And that is, and we just hear for like, yep, you only have to hear one thing and your whole life can change. One, one piece of information, one moment can change your whole life. And hopefully you've had a couple of those uh, cool life-changing moments today while you listen to all of us. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. This, yeah. this was life-changing for me having this conversation with you. So thank you. Thank y'all.